Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host, Dave Bell, 428-9494. That's the phone number, 428-9494. Happy Friday, everybody. It's a Friday, so that automatically makes it happy. Woo-hoo. I'm telling you, has to. Gotta love Fridays. Yes. It's now a- that I'm 9 to 5. <laughs> uh, that voice you hear, Nick Nordgrantaeus, he is with the Boys and Girls Club, brought Elsa Aguilar with today. Good morning. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Uh, I do want to start by mentioning something that was asked of me yesterday. Two things. Uh, I went to the um, Pride of Safford committee meeting. I thought there was going to be a presentation. It was just a committee meeting. And uh, as I did once before I was with the courier and my publisher at the time, Monica Watson said, Hey, do me a favor. Would you pop over to the downtown association meeting? And I thought she wanted me to cover something that the, that the downtown association was doing. And instead I got asked to be a member and I've now been a board member for seven years or however See what long. happens when you step into those spaces. I'm telling you it's at least two terms. So at least six years, probably seven. Uh, because I thought there was going to be a Pride of Safford presentation. The last one was mm-hmm. my man Brad yep. from Boys and Girls Brad Club. got honored. Yep. He, he's a beast. He's he, he is the face of the Boys and Girls Club, and he's the perfect guy to be the face. Yeah, I'm very dedicated, very passionate about yep. what he does, and he's a good guy. So, good I'm, guy. so I'm at the, the, the meeting, the committee meeting, <laughs> and I'm, I'm way down at the end, <laughs> and Andazola is the chair. And he says, hey, come sit up here. Come sit up here. And I'm like, all right, I'll come up there. And I'm now a member of the Pride of Sanford committee. <laughs> nice. I don't See? mind. I, I actually was glad to do that. Yeah. So. Um, but we didn't do a presentation. I know who next month's presentation nothing, is. Nothing though. to report on as of yesterday. Yes, as of <laughs> yesterday. Uh, so, yes, I'm now part of the Pride of Sanford committee. So uh, they asked, please, if you would like to nominate somebody for the Pride of Sanford Award, you can do so. Here's the criteria. They either have to live in Safford, do business in Safford, or serve in Safford. So, for example, our lovely guest, Nick Nordgrantaeus, lives in Solomon, but he serves and works in, in Safford. Safford. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that would qualify. So you don't necessarily have to live in the, in the city, but as long as you are serving in the city, mm-hmm. you know, one of the first people I thought of was Vaughn Grant. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a Pima resident. He is. Um, but does business in Safford, mm-hmm. uh, worked hard on Samaritan Home. Mm-hmm. Longtime chamber yep. service. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, you know, just these are the kind of people. So I know that there are people in Pima and Thatcher, Solomon, mm-hmm. Eden, Central, who think, well, I couldn't qualify Maybe you could. Maybe you could. Or maybe your significant other or the person that you admire, they can't. So please, please uh, do nominate somebody. Uh, Contact the city. Uh, Mick Ruiz over at the city, uh, former Boys and Girls Club executive director. It all ties to the Boys and Girls (laughs) Club. It sure does. He's now in charge of that over at the city. So if you reach out to him. And we talked about maybe getting like a nomination form up there to make it even easier. Is that a once a year award? No, it's once it's a, a month. It's once a month award. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So uh, <clears throat> looking for nominees. The other thing Mike asked me to mention is tomorrow, of course, is Eastern Arizona Hispanic Heritage uh, Celebration. It is. Car show in the morning 
over on the south campus Mm -hmm. and then on the north campus one of the last events that's going to be in the hoop center this year okay is uh the dinner and performance and the presentation of the family of the year teacher of the year etc so that's happening tomorrow. tomorrow i don't know if there are tickets still available Check I them out. Checked, but yeah, check them out on Facebook. Eastern Arizona yeah. Hispanic Heritage. Uh, I can't be there. I have to be in Tucson tomorrow. I miss this every year. Oh, the traveler, <laughs> the traveler that you are. It's it's my <laughs> all my wife's fault. That darn business. I was going to say, where in the world is Royce today? Where in the world is Royce? That's a, I, you know what, 100%, I need to get her a hat. <laughs> there you go. And the jacket, because uh-huh. she's off to Colorado next week. See, what did I tell you? So, um, Entrepreneurship, I tell you. Yeah. Keeps so, you going. But we have to go to Tucson for her business tomorrow, and I won't be nice, back in nice. time. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably stay over. And incidentally, the Boys and Girls Club is celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month as well within and we got a campaign going too so if you see a flyer around town with a qr code scan it drop us five bucks drop us five hundred dollars whatever it may be it's also on our facebook page if anyone wants to go look yeah there you go easily accessible like it's right there so i i just promised i would mention those two things today yeah and, for sure. and oh the last thing is there's a blood drive over at uh methodist church oh good uh ministerial associations doing one it's the last one for the month and how exciting i can give blood now Although my iron was low the last time I tried to get blood because we had a drive at the Boys and Girls mm-hmm. Club. So I volunteered to give blood and went in. So excited that I'm able to give blood now. And uh, my iron was low. So I couldn't <laughs> give blood after all. They sent the you out. The first time. And I, was, I couldn't do it because my iron was low. <laughs> I, I feel your pain. I was always a blood donor. And then I started on a medication. Mm-hmm that knocks your immune system out yeah. and they're like, you cannot give blood anymore. I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a crazy thing to not be able to give blood. And for, you know, my entire life up until most recently, I wasn't able to. And, and now that I am, I'm like, okay, now my, now my medical history is keeping <laughs> me from it. Now my medical is keeping me from it. So, <laughs> um, boys and girls club, you guys are always doing something, uh, exciting. Elsa was filling me in. What did you guys do just recently? You were at Salsa Fest, right? Yes. So recently we were at Salsa Fest and we actually had a booth for our Torch Club members. And those are our team members. Uh, Those are our team members. And we were raising money for them because they want to go to Disneyland sometime in the summertime or hopefully sometime next year or in the next two years. So at the Salsa Fest, we had a little booth and we sold walking tacos, tosito y lotes. And it was a pretty big hit. Like for our first time, I feel like we raised a pretty good amount of money for those kids. I, so I've had this conversation with Nick has been a board member for the chamber. Mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with the chamber. I have one complaint about Salsa Fest. Just one. I love the event. I thought the chamber killed it this year. Mm-hmm. They, I agree. It was really good. <laughs> Considering that, that the Lions mm-hmm. weren't as, as involved, Yeah, I was worried, no, the Chamber was knocked it out of the park. They did. My one complaint about Salsa Fest is it's a salsa festival that doesn't have salsa available <laughs> all day long. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it has been that way since its Forever. inception. Forever. And, you know, it even with 30 contestants or I don't know how many there were this past time. I, I don't think, think there were eight. quite 30. Yeah. But, you know, even at its height when it had 30, we still ran out of salsa. It mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, and even the same with, you know, whether there's eight restaurants committed or 15 restaurants committed, 
they still run out of salsa, you know, and the amounts have gone up and down. I remember it started at three gallons with restaurants and then it went up to five gallons. You know, it's just mm-hmm. been all over. And so, I, you know, I don't know if if we're ever going to fix that issue. Oh, Dave has ideas. It's popular. Um, Dave has don't ideas. Don't pull out the pace, Dave. Don't pull out the pace. <laughs> I can. No. Good, oh, goodness. No. New York. Um, absolutely not. Uh, but my ideas always involve somebody else spending money and doing the work. I'm very <laughs> indeed, good at that. Indeed. But I bring that up to say I love the fact that there is somebody doing traditional <clears throat> Hispanic foods mm-hmm. at the event. And it's so important to the event. Yeah. Because without it, look, I love the Lions hamburgers and hot dogs. I'm glad they're there. Yeah. yeah. They're doing it. And they should. I hope they make yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. But at Salsa Fest, you need walking tacos. You need Iote. You, you need you, you gotta have burritos for all of you in the Gila Valley. It's a burrito, Mm. not a burro. (laughs) The rest of the world calls it a burrito. Okay, Chicago. I know. (laughs) They call it that in Dusseldorf. Because those Latinos up there, they're they're a mixture of everything. Primarily Puerto Puerto Rican. (laughs) Primarily Puerto Rican. There's a large Tayez contingency in Chicago, actually. But uh, but burros and ayote and tacos and, and anything you're right, anything that you can walk with exactly let's let's do it yes. and keep it going because that makes the event so much better yeah mm-hmm. it does so it adds a lot more it really a does. lot more and, and you've cooked at salsa fest i have how many I have. years um you know there was one year we did a, a a booth where we did just tacos just street tacos and they were successful and uh it was you know part of the mix of food we had i too would like to see a lot more food trucks that mm-hmm. center around uh, Latino food, Hispanic food. Uh, it is the Salsa Fest. So, you know, if we can get vendors and, and that's part of the challenge, it's getting those vendors to come in and, and you know, participate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a ton of vendors out there. Some of them aren't willing to come out here. Some of them aren't willing to, they're you know, not, yeah. unless they're making a certain amount of money. So that goes with the success of the event in of itself. Um, but there's plenty of them out there. Seeking them out probably is, you know, part of the task. It's challenging. I've, I've tried to for my event, and uh, the response I get from Phoenix and Tucson is, it's just a little too far. Mm-hmm. It's a little too far to drive for the, too, yeah. you know. For, how, it, for not knowing how much we're going to make. If the event was large enough that they're going to make an amount of money that's justifies the travel cost yes then i'm sure we could get them out here and get them and this is probably the time where we can get our community to come in and put in their ideas and maybe try to put their own booth try to sell their own type of food like it's it's like it's a little bit of work but it's worth it like you never know like i didn't know how successful this booth was going to be and i'm so glad i did it like i got so many compliments i had such great staff my team did so much like such good work helping with everything making sure everything was running smoothly and i feel like because of that that's like getting the compliments wasn't even about the money but just knowing that everyone enjoyed it and it was successful in the end that's what mattered and like everyone liked it and it was just a good outcome overall <laughs> and it's not hard i yeah, mean the health department not. helps you yeah they'll they tell you they what do. you need exactly. to do and it's not like they're going to beat you up and aha, I got you they yeah. give you pictures of like yeah. utensils certain things that you could get like they, they they do assist. Yeah, a lot. they do everything yeah. for you. Yeah, it's 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 all about your success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let me ask you both this: as long as we're on the food thing, did Nick? I'm assuming you took some type of culinary classes in high school. 
Uh, I did not. I was I was actually more into literature and things as okay. such. It, it when I landed in the industry is when I started educating myself more okay. and more. Um, but most of my education is through the School of Hard Knocks. Okay, you know. Elsa, did you? Take any like home ec, that sort of things in, in high no, school? No, I learned from my mom. Okay. <laughs> I did. I, I yeah. took uh, a foods program. Well, you are that generation. <laughs> no, it was unusual. When food programs still I, existed in, yeah, in well, public yeah, education. Oh, yeah, yes, that's absolutely true. I also took radio and TV for three years. <laughs> yeah. My high exactly. school was... We, we had a good, yeah, yeah. we had good funding. Yeah. Let's put it that way. As a school board member, you understand that. Indeed. indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I bring that up because giving kids the opportunity to make food yeah. mm-hmm. and more importantly to sell or distribute food. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm firsthand. I will say you cannot imagine the pride that a kid feels when they do that yeah. and you got to see it firsthand yeah so we had one of our church members able to help us and she got to see a lot of it she enjoyed it but we do other things with the kids like they helped out the Safford high school concession stand yesterday they love being able to count the money do the money take orders and like that's the time we can give them to learn how to do all that we just step aside and let them do it all yeah. they love it they love it and and incidentally we've been talking at the boys and girls club with Brittany. Um, Elsa here, she's the program director, about expanding our food mm-hmm. and about expanding that whole program. Um, and we're going to be looking for the into the community and other corporations for donations. We're looking to remodel our whole kitchen so we can get a more robust food program where um, the kids the are actually started. Yeah, yes. cooking club. Uh, kids are learning to cook things and make things, you know, even when they're home alone mm-hmm. um, and expand that aspect of the programs we do have at the club it's it, it, it's funny it's a small thing because we all have to do it we mm-hmm. all have to eat yeah so <laughs> you know even yeah. latchkey kids right um have to eat and goodness knows yeah what they're eating i know when i was a latchkey kid it was a lot of peanut butter and crackers mm-hmm. yeah um, until I took this foods program and then it's like, Oh, I could, I can make that. <laughs> I could do that yeah, at home. Exactly. You know? Um, they, you have to eat and what a perfect opportunity to show them a, how to mm-hmm. make food, but more importantly, how to eat healthy mm-hmm. and how yep. to eat to benefit you. Right. And if you're tired at 6 PM and you're 13, Chances are you're not eating properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when the ramen comes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah, you know. So this, the boys and girls clubs, serving a huge, huge benefit, Indeed. especially to the kids pre-high school, because yeah. we do have culinary programs in our high schools, mm-hmm. and our and you know our kids tend to, and this is something that we're also looking to um, change and make a little bit different is we tend to lose our older kids to the high school because there's so much going on there. There's so much activity. There's so much after school activity. There's clubs, there's things. They're maturing. They want to exactly. be independent. And so we lose uh, what yes. we call the torch club members, which are the older kids who mentor to that. And so part of expanding what we do is to keep some of these torch club members invested in us and us invested in them mm-hmm. um, because one of the things we want to do down the road is put forth a youth of the year which for the boys and girls club of america that's one of their biggest awards um, and kids get scholarships through those they get i, I want to say arizona's and, was a bullhead city girl this last year wasn't it um so 
Or was it the year before? Mm-hmm. I think it was the year before okay. because this year was uh, the young lady from Tucson. Tucson. She was out of Tucson. Yeah, mm-hmm. who I um, I was at the year of the the youth of the year um, in Phoenix at Chase Field, and just a group of amazing kids, immigrants. Um, you know, they they're from all walks of life. Um, and that socioeconomic background that the Boys and Girls Club serves. It, you know, that is what we're there for. While we serve all kids and all kids are welcome, we tend to serve the kids that need us most. So, it's, and life skills are important. So, even learning to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, hey, <laughs> that's still a life skill. One of the things I yes. was telling Elsa is I want to teach the kids how to make tortillas. Oh, yes. That's well, a for sure going to be a plan. We're so gonna that's going to be make. my one commitment to at least <laughs> one of the programs or one of the classes that we get or one of the uh, program sessions we give is how to make tortillas. It's funny when when Mikasa announced <clears throat> that they were struggling to remain open. Yeah, they are right now. Knock wood. They stay. Mm-hmm. I see the community rallying. So that's a yes. good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing was I, all I heard were stories about. Oh, I remember when my grandma would make yeah. tortilla or my mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. and. And that's what the stories were. Yeah. And they would say, and Mikasa reminded me of right. that because yeah. it's, you know, homemade, yeah. no preservatives. And One of my fondest memories of my grandmother is the fresh tortillas every day walking in and just grabbing butter. <laughs> it's part of the reason the why I'm smell so, of it so robust air. now. But, you know, it, it's one of the fondest memories of any childhood, especially if you're Hispanic or Latino, mm-hmm. is that smell of either fresh tamales. That applies or, to to uh, you know. black women as well. Can yeah, I just it say? sure does. Because my does. wife grew up here, yeah. and she talks about butter on a tortilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is one of the one things in the world that is has a very specific feeling to it, and it's very specific. You know, to the culture within the Southwest, not only, but, but it's got to be, but it's got to be warm. Because Native Americans do fresh. have mm-hmm. um, that's a bread says. that's also, you know, kind of like a tortilla. And, yep. and some of their fondest memories, too, are of those, you know. So if we can create those memories of the Boys and Girls Club, that's awesome. That yes. is something great. That's one thing I want to do for all the kids. It's like I was a club kid, so I have so many memories. I remember to this day, and I feel like that's the one thing I want to do for them is create those memories that they're going to keep forever. And they're going to look back and be like, I remember when I did this or I got to do this because of the club. Like, that's just the one thing. That's my biggest goal yeah. is to make sure they have those memories to keep. We were just talking yesterday and she remembers the fair that, you know, as as a club yeah. kid, she, she says, we got to go to the fair, <laughs> you know, part of um whatever programs they were doing at the time, she remembers getting a, a free pass to the fair. And so, you know, we're partnering again with the parks and recs to, to make that happen for yes. us again. So I've, I've said it as a, as an urban kid, I don't get the fair. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I understand a fair. You I mean, get it, but you don't get it. We used to go to the Wisconsin state fair every year, yeah. but, but it was big concert acts mm-hmm. and, and, uh, there was automobile racing. Wisconsin State Fair is big. Yeah. Um, so we would go to that, but it was like a festival. It was yeah. a party. It wasn't the fair. <laughs> right. And my wife gets mad if we don't go to the fair. Well, and I'm Because sure, you grow up going to the fair. Well, and I'm sure mm-hmm. she, she has the fondest memories of St. Rosalima food booth. Mm-hmm. That's where you went at the fair to get a green chili burrow. Yep. Or Green Mixboro, but there was always that at the fair, and you know, bringing those things back to food and those memories back to food, they're fa- they're just things that stick in your head, you know, food memories, family memories, those kind of memories just stick with you. 
I, I bring that up because everybody goes to the fair. It's, I mean, heck, we shut down the school. <laughs> to so go everyone goes to, go to the fair. Um, it's an important holiday. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> I didn't think about it until you literally just mentioned mm-hmm. Elsa going as a kid. There are probably people who want to and can't. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it's not cheap. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. it's not expensive. I don't want to say that. But, but if you're... But there is an admission. Yeah. If you're on... If you're literally just making it... Mm-hmm the fair is not going to be a priority. No. And those kids are missing out unless there's somebody like the Boys and Girls Club that's stepping up. Mm -hmm. Can anybody donate to the Boys and Girls Club to help with the kids going to the fair? Is that possible? Um, I can go ahead and set up like an... Yeah. Go, like maybe like a GoFundMe or like not even that. We can set a up Patreon. a campaign page. Yeah, yeah, we can we set can up a campaign. F- we can figure something out. Because it, it just dawned on me when you said that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course there are. I mean, we talk about Project Luke and mm-hmm. and helping families mm-hmm. through uh, yeah. our neighbor's farm and pantry. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are yeah. families. And those are things that we're gonna do. I mean, we're we're talking about our Halloween bash coming up. We're gonna have an event in December. Um, we're looking to, you know, get the kids a gift for Christmas. We're, mm-hmm. you know, the the fundraising is is very robust in the sense that we're we're broadening our base. Um, for instance, we're doing uh, food donations as well. Right now, the Little Caesars gives us pizzas every month, <clears throat> so we're trying to get a hot food snack for the kids in the afternoon. And so we're looking for partners in the community to donate once a month for anywhere from 85 to 100 kids. Our average daily attendance is, you know, in that range. Mm -hmm. So that's part of, you know, it's not just money. Sometimes it is a food gift. Sometimes it is a gift gift, you know, sometimes it is. And there Mm -hmm. we take all donations. We don't, you know, it's not just money that we are needing and looking for resources spans all of it. it. It's all resources. So yes, a ticket, you know, to buy a ticket for, um, a child to go to the fair, yeah, we can definitely set up a campaign page for that and just, you know, go to our webpage and, and it'll be set up to where that ticket price will be there and you can donate a ticket price. 428-9494 if you have a question for Nick or Elsa. We're talking about the Boys and Girls Club right now, but we're going to take a break, give everybody a chance to take a drink of water back right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. Nick Norgren Teus is here, as well as Elsa Aguilar with the Boys and Girls Club of the Gila Valley. And during the break, Elsa was uh, not only posing for photos, uh, adorably. Can <laughs> Had to I just get a couple <laughs> pics in? And, and she went with the. There's a young person photo, and then there's an old person like me photo. And the old person like me is, we're going to take a photo, and I go. <laughs> and I smile. The young person, it's you kind of lean, lean over, lean over to the side, smile. Out. I'm surprised you didn't give me the the Japanese uh, peace the sign peace too. Sign. I should have, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Because that's you know that that was Churchill's sign long, long, long ago. Yes. So and, and in Britain, you had to make sure that you did it the right way, the right way, because exactly. the other way is not a nice term. Exactly. Um, exactly. So. Um, 
yes, besides taking photos, you were saying that uh, there's an event coming up at the Boys and Girls Club. Yes, so October 27th, we're having an event open to the community as well, not only to our members. October 27th, it's a Friday. We are having a date night for the community. We, it's going to be from 6 p.m. to 10.30. We are going to be having dinner for the kids at 6 p.m. At 6.30, we're going to be having a cookie station where kids are going to decorate cookies. We're going to have a Halloween contest. We're going to make bracelets. We're going to make s'mores. Um, for the girls, they love my f- they love my acrylic nails, so I'm going to order them <laughs> fake nails so we can do, do nails, nails on them, you know. Remember, not just the girls. Sometimes, no, yeah, sometimes, yeah, some, sometimes boys nails, like to have nails, too. Of course, too. <laughs> anything. <laughs> and we're going to have, like, temporary tattoos in case, like, guys want they don't want nails they want something else and we're gonna watch right. a movie and then at 10 30 you can go pick up your kid but i just feel like it will be a good time for parents to just have a night out to themselves you know get some time alone you know it's a good four hours i believe right, right. yeah so like it's enough time to go have dinner relax we have the kids we're gonna feed them dinner we're gonna have so much fun with them mm-hmm. halloween's on a tuesday like who's really gonna be out <laughs> on a tuesday like might as well have fun right. with us on a friday you know well and, and elsa i mean this is such a good idea elsa's the mastermind of this one <laughs> to have you know have a date night for parents to get out and do whatever they want to do well well we you know, entertain their kids and, yes. and, and present them activities and fun things to do and learning, you know, learning environment, a safe environment, all those things that kids need. But this is really, this is really for the parents. This is really so the parents can get out and, and not have to worry about what they're going to be doing with their kids that evening. So, yes. And know. it's like, since we are babysitting, it's only like, <laughs> it's only $5 for our members, but it's $10 for non-members. And mind you, it is four hours. Like it's, that's a pretty long time. We're going to feed them dinner. We're going to do activities with them. And I feel like this is a good chance for the community to send their kids and be like, okay, like, would you like to come here? And it will open the doors for more kids, more or teens maybe like just so kids know like this is a place you could come if you really want to now i know nick you don't have kids Elsa. i don't i believe you I do, do not. not okay <laughs> um having had kids getting a night without kids is more precious than finding gold <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet. unless unless like your parents or your spouse's parents live two doors down yeah <laughs> and even then they're tired of watching the kids because you try and foist them off on them right so so huge for parents but i'm going to ask a parent question okay do you have an age limit at the bottom end like is there uh too young you can't take yes so it's just how it is if you were to become a member at the club our ages are 5 to 18 so it's the same for our date night okay and that makes sense because under five possibility of not potty trained Mm -hmm. and and especially with babies they have very specific yes right so that's why i ask and is there an age at the upper end if i've got a seven-year-old i might be concerned that there are 14 or 15 year olds around that they're not they're not at the same emotional level mm-hmm. uh, or is there a separation by age group? So we at the club right now, we have, if you're from 10 and up, you are in a different room called the Torch Members and those are our older kids. And from 10 to five, you are all separated and mixed up tribes. So we have four different groups and everyone's mixed up, you know? So I feel like that would be the same type of 
thing Set we would up. do for mm-hmm. the date night. It would only make sense. Right. Especially if, if there's older kids there, you don't want to be around all the little kids all the time. Yeah. So we would find something like they would do the same things the kids exactly. are doing, but in their own room, like with their own space, their own type of vibe. <laughs> well, as a parent, those are the things yeah, that sure. yes. parents are of concerned course. about. Yeah. As much as, as much as mom and dad want mommy and daddy time, mm-hmm. right. and they do. Well, and at all times at the club, you know, procedures will, will remain the same throughout these events. Yeah. And and at all times at the club, there there is staff Our staff members, you yes. Know, there's, there's always staff supervision. We staff heavily. I think, what are we at, 16, something like that? So, you know, staff. we keep the numbers within procedures so that, you know, if there anything, is... If anything, we have more than we need. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yes. Oh, you know, as a parent, though, my first my first thought when I was a young parent is you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. No matter how many you think you have, you mm-hmm. don't have enough. Mm-hmm. So hearing you say we have more than we need makes me as a parent feel much better. No. Oh, yeah, OK. Of you're overstaffed. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> overstaffed is right, way better yeah. than understaffed when yeah. you're dealing with young kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and you'll see that even if you come into the club on any given day that we're there and, and we're operating, you're going to see a lot of adults. You're going to see, you know, not just from the front desk to the, you know, administration, but you're going to see a lot of staff around and you know participating with the kids and, and having the those rooms. programs yes. going and 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 there's that presence is always there and that's our one thing at the club to make sure that the kids are never left unsupervised so that's why our main focus is to always be overstaffed so we know every someone's always watching so everyone can see what could happen potentially you never know hey kids find a way kids to are crazy sneak away. <laughs> they're wild <laughs> and this is coming, i was one once so yes yeah i was this a coming club from kid. an ex-club kid yes yeah. i was the worst kid. i'm not even gonna lie so i'm like it's my karma seeing these kids i'm like you this was me when i was little it's only my karma like i just have to deal with it now kids that means she knows all your tricks so, yeah, I'm like I know she's just lying. recently like, out of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave and I have been out of those tricks oh, for a long time. Long hopefully. time. I'm too tired to do tricks. <laughs> Kids are. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, an opportunity for the parents. And once again, what's the date and October time? 27th, um, 6 p.m. to 10:30 p.m. So go sign up your kids on the Boys and Girls Club Facebook page. It is on there. You could just scroll down and find the date night. We have a Google form on there. You just put your kid's name in, age, any food allergies, basic things, emergency contact. And then we'll let everyone know when the time is to come pay for them to come and Elsa, go ahead and let them know about the rest of the weekend's events. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, also... (laughs) We don't just have date I know. Yeah, I totally spaced it. So, on Saturday, the 28th, we will be having a haunted house open to the community. And this is going to be our our Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe our Boys and Girls Club is $5 admission with any donation and non-perishable food items like cereal, mac and cheese, ramen. Again, these will come to our kids. Like we will feed these to our kids. So if anyone wants to go, go check us out. It's going to be pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, we got our Halloween bash the yes. end of October. Yes. Outstanding. Nick Nordgrenteus, Elsa Aguilar. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank I can't you. wait for you guys to come back. Tell me what you're doing next. For sure. Because we, like I said, we got We're a bunch doing of things something. planned. <laughs> all right. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here for right now. Now, but I'll be back on Monday. Until then, you guys have a great weekend.